It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down, break down the stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Happy Tuesday afternoon. 547-1610 is the number to get involved. Also, you can hit us up via email, 610kona.com. You name where you're listening, what you'd like to say, and on Twitter, bottom line 610, and 610kona radio, where we will uh, reveal today's poll question to you. Uh, today is going to be a true bi-county program, Ed. <laughs> okay. Rob and Ed hanging with you. Uh, Ed and I split duties today. Uh, Ed went to the Justice Center in Benton County to cover the Benton County Commissioner's meeting. I was at the courthouse in Franklin County in Pasco uh, to cover the Franklin County Commissioner's meeting this morning. And to say that there were interesting things out of both would be an understatement. Uh, although maybe a little bit more uh, disappointment uh, on the side of of maybe what some people expected to occur at the Benton County meeting as, uh, once again, on the agenda, discussion of the jail. And I'm going to throw out the synopsis of that particular element um, to you, and then I'm going to pose a question after it. Uh, continued discussion regarding corrections officers, limited commissions, commissioners, and the sheriff. Sheriff Hatcher summarized his concerns to the commissioners regarding jail operations and the takeover of the jail, specifically related to safety, costs, staffing, management, and liability. Commissioner Delvin provided his comments in response regarding these issues, justifying the commissioner's takeover of the jail. Commissioner Beaver recommended holding a workshop session to discuss the matter further to allow all parties to provide additional information. The board gave direction to hold a workshop session to further discuss the issue. A date, time, and location will be determined and advertised appropriately. Now, one thing that wasn't mentioned in there is that Commissioner Delvin was via phone. He was not present at the meeting this morning, correct? Correct. Okay, that was that wasn't that was left out in in that element. Oh, there was plenty left out. But oh. go ahead and finish. <laughs> go ahead and, and and you 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 fill in everybody what the official res, uh, official statement from Benton County is. That, that and was, then I'll tell you then, what really happened. Then, tell, then, then Ed's going to fill in the rest. But here's my question, and it's the last line, and then the direction. Why wasn't this done ahead of time? Why wasn't a workshop called for before the vote in the first place to allow the parties to provide information? And then why weren't all concerns further discussed before the vote was taken? This seems to me to be not necessarily a walk back, but something that should have been done in September, not November. That part I agree with. Um the, all the rest that I read is complete bunk. <laughs> Not complete bunk, but, I mean, it's spin from the county. I mean, Benton County, they're trying to spin this, uh, you know, to make it look a certain way. Sheriff Hatcher tries to spin his side to make it look a certain way. Um, We're talking it, about four elected officials. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so I was I was in Kennewick uh, watching via the 
the you know the proceedings in in Prosser via the uh, the link between the two. When it came to this topic, there were three people, two men and a woman, uh, in succession uh, speak during the public comment period about this subject. There was uh, one woman uh, in on the Kennewick side that also um, spoke. Not one of them said things were going great. Not one of them was in favor of the way things went down and continue to go down. There were issues, there, there, one gentleman from Prosser said, quote, it was a hasty decision. He wanted to see a budget and a plan moving forward on how the measure and, and how to measure the success or failure of this move. A woman asked the commissioners in Prosser, to rescind the decision outright uh, also brought up an interesting point that not a lot of people have talked about. And maybe we can talk about it here. She brought up the fact that, or the issue rather, that Commissioners Delvin and Beaver knew ahead of time how this was going down and Sean Small did not. She questioned out loud whether or not there was a violation of quorum rules. Did they have a quorum and was basically were two commissioners? Violation of the Open Meetings Act. That's right. Right. Um, The man, the other man in Prosser also wanted to see a plan and a budget moving forward. The woman in Kennewick um, also said the meetings were not uh, conducive to uh, transparency and uh, slam the commissioners as well. The what I found well, there's many things that I found interesting. Before I get into the meat and potatoes of what was said, um, bef- the way the 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 meeting was constructed, they had um, basically open mic night for people to come up and, and voice their opinion on whatever it was. It just so happens, and not and not surprisingly, that all four people spoke about the jail situation. They then went on back to business, in which they uh, tweaked and then re-adopted a current two-year budget for the county after some levy tweaks. Commissioner Beaver made it a point to say that they did not raise taxes. Okay. He made that point a couple of times. Then they got into the issue at hand, which was the jail. Now, Sheriff Hatcher was in Prosser. Uh, The last meeting that I attended, uh, he was in Kennewick at the Justice Center, and the commissioners were obviously in Prosser. So he was actually in Prosser to meet and face the commissioners face-to-face, except for Delvin, who was out of town and uh, via the phone. Let me just break this down for you. Hatcher said that this move was, quote, dangerous, costly, and unnecessary. He said it'll cost taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars, and he offered an interesting solution because he also felt that 
it was not thought out and planned out well enough because we have this issue of the commissions, the, the commission jail staff, right? He said that he was going to ask the commissioners to hand back the jail to the authority of the sheriff's department for a period of six months during which studies could be done, county administration and uh, a, a county administrator, I should say, and a deputy county administrator could be hired. Currently, those two positions are open. And public comment could be taken for a smoother transition. Commissioner Jerome Delvin said that no additional cost was necessary and the plan was working well. He wants to keep the jail under the auspice of the county commissioners. He doesn't want to discuss the issue anymore. And while Sean Small, the commissioner, wanted to hash it out and be done with it. Well, everybody seems to be done with it. <laughs> That's, that was pretty clear. Uh, Delvin wanted to move forward and have Hatcher keep the limited commissions indefinitely. He kept saying, well, if the sheriff would just issue the limited commissions, we could move on and move forward because everything's going well right now. Um, Hatcher kept saying that he wanted a plan. Uh, and he also, uh, this is another note that I took. There was a lot of discussion uh, about... Sheriff Hatcher taking back cars and weapons uh, when the when the jail staff went away from his discretion. Right there was there was a lot about that. Commissioner Delvin uh, brought it up quite a bit. Uh, Sheriff Hatcher addressed that, and he said that at the time the commissioners took the jail away from his department, he did take back ten. AR assault style rifles from the jail that belonged to his uh, department's marksmen, but left all the handguns for jail staff to do their job. And he and Jerome Delvin went back and forth and back and forth, and there was nothing accomplished. There was nothing. Now, Commissioner Jim Beaver. Workshop. Well, I'll get to that. Commissioner Jim Beaver, who had been absent for a couple of meetings because of illness, brought up the idea that you mentioned he wants a workshop group. He didn't want to waste the valuable meeting time uh, to and to air this out at that time, but to have a discussion where... Um, all the different things were, were brought up and laid on the table. Um, and what I found interesting was the way he phrased it was that since the decision had already been made, the onus was then on Sheriff Hatcher to, prov uh, to prove that this current direction was wrong. That it, that it was uh, that that he wanted to have. He wanted to have proof, Jim Beaver did, wanted to have proof that this direction that they've already decided on 
was wrong. So let me see if I can follow this. Tell me where I'm wrong here. Let's make a half-ass uninformed decision, and then let's tell the other party to prove to us that it's a half-ass uninformed decision. Sheriff, yes. <laughs> Sheriff <laughs> okay, Hatcher. Just that's how I looked at it, too. Sheriff Hatcher, um, at which point, said what you said off the top, that all of this should have done been done before the jail was taken away, which is why he wanted to basically turn back the clock, put a six-month wait on it, even though it's already been done, so that all this stuff can take place. Uh, but that was not taken up. But a workshop will be scheduled, apparently, mo- probably for sometime next week, because they, the way things, the way things were left, and at the direction of the chair, which is Sean Small, right, that the commissioner's staff needed to get together with everybody's schedule, find a day and time that would work best for everybody to get together to hash this out. Um, so, all this buildup, all this consternation all this back and forth and nothing was resolved today we're still in the same boat that we've been in since the jail was taken over by the county and lest i remind the public as we go to commercial break sheriff hatcher did issue a 30-day reprieve a 30-day limited commission So the jail staff could do their job, which runs out at the end of this month. Factoring in, we also have this crazy thing called the Thanksgiving Day holiday next week, which will cut the week in half at least, where little will be done. The clock is ticking, the commissions will run out at the end of the month, and nothing was resolved today. 547-1610-509-547-1610. Speak your piece. Call 509-547-1610. More of The Bottom Line on News Radio 610 KONA. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. Back at The Bottom Line, News Radio 610 KONA. Tuesday afternoon. Started a little crummy, got a lot of sunny. Real nice November day. Mm-hmm. 547-1610 if you want to get involved. Robin Dan hanging with you, talking about the events from this morning's Benton County Commissioner's meeting coming up at 4 o'clock. Uh, we'll switch gears and talk about the events of the Franklin County Commissioner's meeting. And joining us on the program will be Franklin County Commissioner Brad Peck uh, to go over a number of issues that they uh, touched on today. There were certainly um, more fireworks at the Franklin County meeting than there were at the Benton County meeting. But the the thing about what transpired in in Prosser at the Benton County Commissioner's meeting is is really nothing, although there will be a workshop meeting that, you know, they're supposedly going to go through the different things, And but the question remains, why wasn't this done ahead of time? Now, no matter what side that you're on, the commissioner's side for taking the, the jail away from the sheriff or the sheriff's side, you gotta. You, I think we can all agree that things happen quickly, 
And we're not all together sure why it had to happen as quickly as it did. Now, both Commissioner Delvin in the past and today Commissioner Beaver noted that this isn't something that Benton County is a trailblazer on. There's There's been other counties that have done this move. But what they failed to mention, though, is that some of the other counties that have taken authority of the jail away from their sheriff's department have wanted to give it back, namely Spokane. That one comes to mind. Yeah, that's the first one that comes to mind. But, but here's the other part of this. The, the just it, we're, we're, The answers that we're getting to questions don't add up. Okay, We've been told over and over again, this has gone smoothly, this has gone great, no issues here, we've done our diligence, no problem, so on and so forth. We asked Commissioner Delvin point blank. Did you reach out to Walla Walla and Yakima and Spokane County and, and talk to their commissioners about the process they went through? Because to me, call me call me crazy, okay? But if you're thinking about doing something that has been done before by three counties on the east side of the state, and you're debating on doing this, I would think that's the first place you go. You you begin the diligence by talking to the county commissioners about how it's operating, how it's running, what were the shortfalls, what were the what were the problems you ran into so that maybe we can avoid those same things. What's something that you would do different if you looked back on it? What what are what are the big inconveniences that you ran into? Okay. We were told they did that. Then we were told that all the questions that were brought forward regarding commissions and so on and so forth were answered. We're finding out none of that's the case. Or if it is, somebody took really crummy notes. Because now we're going back to a workshop after the fact. And well after the fact. Well mind after you. the fact. Well after the fact, we're going to a workshop to discuss issues that should have been discussed long before a vote was taken. Commissioner Delvin even said on the program, they looked at the opportunity and saw the opportunity. That, to me, doesn't spell diligence. That spells political opportunity. That spells political motivation. Um, When people are asking for a plan... Nobody's pulling one out of their back pocket and putting it forward. I will say this. I guess it depends on what your definition of a plan is. Because what Commissioner Delvin did present and put into place was a a um, a structure, like an employee structure. Yeah, an organizational chart. An organizational chart. Which was provided today of the vote. That's right. There was that that was done on who specifically would fill what roles right. within the jail. And some resolutions and some other things right. like that. But as far as an actual moving forward tangent how this is going to happen, it's not following that plan. In the next half hour, we'll dive into this whole commission and liability issue because that came up as well. Stay with us. 
The bottom line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, Tuesday afternoon. Do you like your insurance, Ed? Do you like your insurance? That's okay. It's, well, if your insurance is only okay, then you need to visit American Family Insurance, Jason Hogue, his website, jasonhogue.com. Because if it's just okay, that tells me one of two things. Either you're not getting what you think you should be for what you're paying, or you just think you're paying too much, or you just don't like your insurance anymore. Contact Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance on Road 68 in Pasco, whether it's car insurance, life insurance, homeowner's insurance, small business, farm insurance. They cover pretty much every umbrella there is. They even have insurance for smart appliances now. So contact Jason Hogue. Ask about what they have out there, what's available. If you're a small business owner, you really want to contact him because they've got a small business toolbox to help you maximize your business as well as what American Family Insurance can provide to you. JasonHogue.com is the website, the office on Road 68 in Pasco. Jason Hogue with American Family Insurance. 547-1610 if you want to get involved, talking about the Benton County Commissioner's meeting today regarding the, as the jail turns. Um, (laughs) Coming up at 4, we'll talk about Franklin County's meeting today with uh, Franklin County Commissioner Brad Peck. but it just seems, Ed, that, and I can't imagine for the life of me, anybody that's working in the jail right now is overly thrilled. They may like some things, they may, but but you're you're now you're you're kind of just stagnating because you don't know if your commissions are going to run out at the end of the month. You don't know what's going to happen from there. You're getting new uniforms and new patches. You know, the sheriff said, let's put this back into my purview for six months. If that happens, you know it's not coming back out again. Because if they do that, then you're really talking about a mess. If they give it to them for six months and then take it back again, so you know they're not going in that direction. And I think the sheriff's aware if it goes back under his purview, it's not coming back out again. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 k What's your name? Where are you calling from? Charles, it's Mike. I got a short comment. It's this. The whole thing is you made your bed and now you get to sleep in it. And I think the commissioners did that. And the rest of it is, hey, buddy, it sucks to be you, but figure it out. And you're going to figure it out without me. Awfully interesting comment, Mike. Awfully interesting comment. Don't think it's too far off the mark either. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. So, you mentioned the commissions. This is something that we've we've talked about uh, before, and I think that some of the some of the terminology is getting thrown around, and maybe not everybody sees what it's about and and and, and how it connects up. And so, uh, let me offer this. The the sheriff or any law enforcement agency, but usually the sheriff, grants the commissions to the jail staff, usually because it's part of his or her own staff, the proper authority to do the job of a jailer. 
you know, the ability to intake somebody, process them, you know, everything that goes along with that allows them to carry a firearm uh, and and goes through all the training associated with that commissioning. The, at the heart of this matter and what we've heard time and time again, because this is a major sticking point, because it is Washington state law that you have to be a, a, at least limited in your commission to be a member of the jail staff. Okay, you've, you've right. got to be able to do certain things within that jail, you know, to do your job, okay? So J- Commissioner Jerome Delvin just said, has said over time and again that Sheriff Hatcher, it's his duty. He just needs to continue with the limited commissions like he's done for 30 days, but he needs to just do it indefinitely so that everybody can move forward and and move on and and the jail staff is not at risk and, and frankly the county isn't at risk of a lawsuit for operating a jail with uncommissioned staff okay I mean, that's a big thing that nobody's talking about the the sheriff for his part says this the sheriff doesn't doesn't want to offer the limited commissions for a long period of time because of the liability involved with that because he's not overseeing those commissioned staffers, okay? Those that aren't part of his department. Correct. But what's kind of underneath that a little bit in this liability, say something goes sideways at the jail. There's an incident involving an inmate at the jail, the family of the inmate files a lawsuit. They will file a lawsuit against those that are in charge of the jail. That would be Benton County as a whole, and that would be Sheriff Hatcher or any sheriff because 99% of the time, the sheriff is in charge of the jail, but they will name the county and they will name the sheriff individually because it's the sheriff who supplies the commissions. Correct. Sheriff Hatcher mentioned today that he has already been individually named in lawsuits that, yes, the, the county attorneys will fight those. You know, he doesn't have to pony up for his individual attorney to fight those, the county will do that. Right. Which is Jerome Delvin's contention that it all comes back to the county's liability in those cases. However, in a in a situation like this, the, the sheriff does open himself up to individual litigation in in those matters because he is the one that offers those commissions. So I asked a question of somebody who I thought was in the know. Uh, if, if uh, you know, under the current circumstance, could the sheriff be not liable because he's not his department isn't running the jail? Could somebody file a lawsuit not only against the county but against the individual commissioners? Let's just say because it's the commissioners who are running the jail. And the answer was no, 
because the onus is on the sheriff because he's the one that issues those limited commissions. So he is on the hook. With the limited commission. With the commissions. So if he can, if he, so let's play this out. So if he continues to do what he's been doing, you know, for the last 30 days, if he just says, all right, I'm going to issue limited commissions indefinitely, even though I don't have any say over what goes on at the jail, something goes sideways, he is still named in a lawsuit. Right. Is that fair? Well, here brings up the other question, because without that limited commission, it's under completely under the commissioner's purview. They get these commissions from DOC or where they're going to come from. Does that mean the jail commander is named in the lawsuit once the sheriff's department is completely re- removed? Because if they said the commissioners can't be named individually, even though it's owned by the county and the commissioners made the decision, that would put the jail commander as the next guy in line for any kind of a personal suit because he is the operator of the jail. I see what you're saying with that. And that was also a question that I I asked of this person. And the answer again is no. The because if the, the, the person or entity, whomever it is that issues the limited commission to the Benton County Jail staff is the one on the hook, whether that is the DOC or Sheriff Hatcher or whomever it ends up being. Wow. It's it would, interesting. It would be Benton County, you know, as a whole, as an entity. Right. Because they're the operators and they're the county. That's where the money is, right? If you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a lawsuit of negligence or something, whatever, sure. Then who is liable? Benton County is always gonna be liable. Always. The other person or entity that's always going to be named is the one that issues the commissions to the staff. Now, I don't know where everybody falls on the spectrum of of this situation, but to me, I would have a hard time issuing commissions to staff that I no longer oversee. I have no control over this staff, yet I'm the one on the hook. If something goes sideways, I would have a hard time doing that, even if it was for the greater good of the community so that the jail, you know, doesn't get shut down and the county, you know, if the look, I don't know, can the state come in and and take over the jail because of no commissioned jail staff at the county level? I don't know what the laws are, but I know it's against the law to run a jail you know, does the jail shut down? You know, I, I I highly doubt that it would get to the point where, you know, they start releasing inmates because the jail can't operate without commissions. Right. But I would imagine that, you know, maybe the state DOC comes in and and has to has to run it. Um, I don't well, if that's the case then you're going to have I mean, you think people are, are, are not happy with this decision right now. Imagine the upheaval that would come into play if that option was on the table. On the other side of the equation is what Jerome Delvin has been saying, and Jim Beaver to some extent, that this is all personal and that Sheriff Hatcher just needs to do this 
to avoid all the problems. You know, and and so there, it's so going to make you ate, that that sheriff Hatcher is going to make things worse so the, by withholding the commission. So the so in other words, the insinuation is that there's nothing personal on the commissioner's side; it's all personal from the sheriff's side, pretty much. And he just needs to get in line like a good boy, well, and, and everything will be fine and go away. You you just need to take your castor oil and like it and not complain, and you're not getting a spoonful of sugar to go with it. But we're going to take your jail, and you're going to do what we say because we are who we are. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the Bottom Lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the Bottom Line, presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Going right to the phones. You're up. Thanks for your patience. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Dan from Foster. Thank you for taking my call. I was also at the meeting today, and you folks are doing a very fine analysis and review of the meeting. Uh, one thing that wasn't particularly emphasized in the meeting, and uh, I haven't heard the whole show, I'm not sure if you folks have touched on it or not, was the fact of. Uh, the notion that we have one of the best county jails in the state of Washington. So that is tantamount to the background of experience, uh, training, and philosophy that has been operating that jail. So if we've got one of the best institutions in the state, then why are we taking it away from the program that brought it to that status and turning it over to someone who has um, very little experience in facilitating a program like this, and what are the changes that are that are incumbent upon that individual to make to to rise to the situation? Appreciate the call, and uh, I'll answer this this way: uh, Commissioner Jerome Delvin's response to that very topic is that. Within the jail staff, they had been getting complaints about Sheriff Hatcher and the way he ran things. So that helped facilitate the the move that that they did. Now, there there were some actual complaints filed. Uh, an internal investigation was done, and no action was taken as a result of that internal investigation into into I believe three different complaints uh, against the sheriff you'll also hear sheriff or uh, Jerome Delvin uh, say over and over again that people are very happy with the move um, and that you know why why go back now because things are better now than what they were of course that's you know that he is saying that we haven't heard anything from any of the individual jailers, uh, jail staff out there. Well, and here's one other thing too. Despite the data, and we've seen this happen a million times, people are presented with data that shows something, but they will disagree with as elements of that data based on the human element, and that's where the commissioners are coming from. They're saying, "Well, it might be, but the human element is telling us something different," and so that's why we made our decision. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K one A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Earl. I'm calling from Kennewick. What's on your mind, sir? And I think the city commission 
or city council brought this problem on themselves based on personal animosity. If they would have taken their time and planned ahead, everything would have been in place. I think Sheriff Hatcher has been more than generous and tolerant with issuing that 30-day commission, temporary ones, and his liability should end. He should pull that commission at the end of the 30 days and say, you deal with it, you created it. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. Uh, Again, this is the county commission, not the city council, but the county commission. And uh, if we can talk frankly here, it's not all three commissioners. Jerome Delvin, uh, with the support of Jim Beaver, brought this to the commission meeting. um, What was it? More than about a month ago, five, six weeks ago. I've lost track of time because... There's been so many developments, uh, you know, day to day and week to week. Commissioner Sean Small, who is the chairman, actually, he runs the meetings, was not, he said, informed of what was going on. And so, and he's really not made any indicate. Well, he's 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 hinted that he'd be open to returning control to the sheriff, but he hasn't come right out and said that he supports the sheriff over the commissioners, but he has made it clear that he was not a part of that decision, which again, as I alluded to earlier in the hour, one of the uh, one of the uh, citizens in Kennewick who got up to speak during the open public comment period alluded to that fact and wondered out loud if there was a violation of the Open Meetings Act, i.e., was there a decision made by two commissioners, because that's all it takes, two, two out of the three commissioners to make something happen, prior to it being made public? And if there was, is the county on the hook for a legal matter? I've had the same questions. I know many of you have had the same questions, too. Uh, You know, the way things played out as quickly as it was moved and as quickly as it was brought up and 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 approved two to one um, makes you wonder. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know the answer to that question, but it does raise an interesting question. Well, and. Here's the other part of this. We're a long way from being over. Oh, yeah. And when you've got a decision that's this significant, you you can't be going backwards. I mean, th- this isn't something... This All of this stuff that we're talking about should have been leading up to a vote. Not taking place after a vote, which again brings back all of these other things that have been pointed in the direction of Benton County leadership over the course of the last couple of years. Why is this process playing out after a decision has been made instead of being used to inform a decision yet to be made? As they say, the proverbial horse is out of the barn already. Coming up in the next hour, we'll go across the river and see what Franklin County's all up to.